The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Jackass, the podcast where we're going on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're just three lifelong fans of Jackass reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. This special was actually released on March 1st, 1999. It is. Uh, do you not have something else to say about that, Chris? <laughs> what? This is a special episode. I didn't want to do my homework. What are we watching, Chris? You didn't tell the people... What we're watching today. Hey, Chris, I don't want to start off by shitting all over you. Uh, don't get excited, Jay. But um, I, I am already excited. Do you, do you think maybe you want to tell the listener uh, what was released on this day? <laughs> yeah, why are we here? We are here because CKY was released today. Oh. Or not today, but on March 1st, 1999. And God damn, was it interesting. So <laughs> it's a little bit more generic this time around. The number one single in the USA at this time was Monica, Angel of Mine. There was also a number one movie, very creepy movie called 8mm featuring Nicolas Cage. Oh. Yep. And I got a really interesting fact here as well. Okay. Who do you think in this year was the person of the year? What's your guesses, boys? Uh, this is, wait, remind me of the year? 1999. 99. George Clooney. Uh, hell, that's a pretty good guess. Like, Oh, no, I'm thinking of close. Sexiest Man. I'm thinking of Time's Sexiest Man. No. <laughs> Time's Person of the Year. Um, Jeff Bezos. Weird Al Yankovic. Oh. Oh. Isn't that weird? Because he's a very current people that we're talking about these days. But actually, in 1999, he was the Time Person of the Year. Wow. Time really liked uh, uh, book distribution on the internet back then, apparently. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of CKY, listener... CK, why are you even listening to this right now? Shouldn't you be listening to something a lot better? I don't know. <laughs> you want to find out what CKY is, boys? I do. I'd love to. Yeah. You want to explain it to me? Sure. Was I supposed to watch it before this? Uh, no. Okay, good, good, good. CKY, also previously known when it came out as Landspeed Presents CKY, if you want me to be real technical about it, was a video released by Bam Margera in the crew, aside from Jackass. This is a bit of a side project. I'd almost call it like an independent skate film, if you will, seeing as Landspeed was the company that used to make skateboard wheels and clothing and stuff back in the day. So... They joined forces and made CKY, which also happens to be the name of the band in which Bam's brother, Jess, plays in, CKY, uh, which is abbreviated for, I believe, Camp Kill Yourself is what it stands for. So basically, this video is just Bam kind of bringing his flavor, his own unique special flavor, him and the crew, which we'll get to in a second, um, into Jackass. But it's kind of like if you scooped that part out of the show and it was just Bam's stuff. Actually, Jay, I got to correct you on there. This was done completely separately from Jackass. Yeah. And in fact, this video is what got the call from Jackass. Okay, well, there you go. See, and that's why probably as we go through the show and you've seen in previous episodes, we actually see some of the stuff we'll be seeing in CKY appearing in Jackass. Um, Jay, how did you just let Chris correct you? This is a new low for you, my man. Yeah. I, all I, I, I do agree. is study facts all day long, guys. That's why I'm bringing the heat every week. 
Hey, uh, no, I'm not even going to... I was going to ask you what the temperature was, but it's not important. Um, we, <laughs> it's very balmy, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Here's the thing with CKY that I find interesting. You guys, maybe tell me some stories from back in the day. I'm sure you've experienced this, but I feel like CKY was the type of, the, the type of video, the type of VHS, if you will, that would have came out and you would almost like never find this. This was not in a Walmart. It's not at your big box stores. You'd have to like go into some seedy record shop or like send them a check in the mail to get CKY and they would mail you a copy because this thing was pretty underground. Do you ever have any experience with ordering anything back in the the 90s and 2000s? This definitely wasn't on Columbia House. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if anyone remembers Columbia House or I'm just dating myself. Didn't you, don't you still have a subscription to that? Yeah, I get like 10 CDs, compact discs every single month. <laughs> Pretty cool. I actually, I, I realized when I went back to rewatch this that I don't think I saw it back in the day. I like this, this exact uh, outline of skits and sketches. I know I've seen CKY 2K, but I don't think I've seen the original CKY. So how did, how did I go about getting it? Turns out I didn't. How, how did you guys get it? It's, it's one of those things for me that as much of a jackass fan as I am, I didn't even know about this until I started looking into the jackass world itself. So I actually came across this later on in life. Uh, not not recently, but like after quickly after I found about uh, about jackass, I wanted to go find as much stuff as possible. So that's how I ended up coming across this. Yeah, it's one of those things that's like not easy to find. I'm not surprised you guys missed it back in the day. The only reason I've seen this is because my brother was a huge fan of jackass and, and Bam Margera in particular. And this was something that he ordered ordered in to get and he had all the CKY videos so I would watch them um, after hearing about him and his friends you know watching them and trying to recreate stuff in here like they used to do the whole recording your you know you and your friends slapping each other in the face and yeah once I kind of picked up on oh that's where all of these ideas you had came from I really got into them and I would watch these videos Uh, but this is kind of like seeing the roots and it's very different from Jackass like I was expecting to see the kind of the same format of you know hey I'm so and so and this is the you know and then follow through with a stunt but it's nothing like that as we're going to find out very very ADHD. Yeah, there's there's no there's no narrative. It's all fucking over the place. This is more than anything. This just feels like a pilot or a proof of concept. Like this is something that they would have sent to the network and said, "Would something like this work?" But like it starts off with Bam Mar- with with, with a, a a subtitle saying a film by Bam Margera. Like he, he took it that seriously to say, like this is my artistic input into That's the world of skate videos of him, and things right? like that. Yeah, r- really. Yeah, he almost ended it with like a, a title screen that said Finn on it, and then like a like a weird. <laughs> <laughs> piano playing us off yeah right and they do a few skits in here that feel like they were trying to like string a narrative through it but it's very very oh, loose. Man. those were awful like yeah. like can we just say from the outset those whenever they tried to tell a story i didn't know what i was watching i over the weekend watched the i, I don't I even like admitting that i did this but i watched the jake paul ben Askren fight Oof. and that pay-per-view was the most bizarre thing i've ever seen in my life and i watched it fairly soon after I watched CKY. So my mind has just been in this state of like, what are you forcing me to look through these weird, like art house interpretations of stunts and boxing and goddamn it's, it's, it's a mockery of the sport in my opinion. Like I, you know what the, the one thing is I'm part of the problem. I was very excited to know the outcome. You know, they're very good at playing Jake Paul credit to him is very good at playing the villain, but as a boxing fan, I, it just, all these guys that work their ass off their whole lives doing this and 
they're never getting a payday like that. But I mean, it's just the way the world goes. You can either be upset about it or embrace it. It kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Definitely not the nineties when these things are coming out or the early two thousands. It it made me so angsty that I wanted to go film a video of myself on shopping carts and things like that. Like (laughs) in the most raw form, man, this was, I, I, going back, you know, I, I got some messages, you know, we, we don't want to peek too far behind the curtain, but, uh, I typically, we don't like discussing these things until we have a chance to turn the mics on because God forbid we talk to each other outside of these recordings. I, I want none of that. We kind of talked about it though, how like we, were already underwhelmed in the early goings of this. So I'm really curious to hear what your guys's uh, opinions are of that as, as we go through it. Cause I, I got the impression that you weren't too uh, impressed with, with what you saw. This is going to be a wild ride people. So we're going to be blowing through and sticking as close to the segment by segment as we can, but just keep in mind, some of these things only last a handful of seconds. So we'll do our best here. All right, boys, you ready? I'm ready, man. I uh, I've been, I have a lot of thoughts on this. I've been I've been uh, keeping my mouth shut, but I'm I'm ready to dig in. CKY starts out with a scene we saw in episode one, I believe, of Jackass, the TV show, riding behind a car, a sled tied to that car, taken off down the street, full speed ahead, and boom, baby, we're off, just like that sled moving down the street. Our first stunt coming after this is something I laughed at earlier. I think Jackass episode two in the intro, they have uh, Brandon sleeping, and they throw that red can at his head. You boys remember oh, that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah, yeah. He was miserable about that. Oh, he was not happy. They show it again, and he's just pissed. He's just like, oh, you fucking assholes like he's so mad so the the fact that i got to see the other side of that made me smile um and we're right into the title screen land speed presents cky and this is where we were just talking about a film by bam margera comes up and we get this shaky cam of bam's face very I guess avant-garde is the right term. It's very, like, <laughs> unconventional cinematic technique here. Um, this is where we start to get introduced to who is in CKY, and we see a collection of names as stunts are rolling across the screen from people rolling down hills at golf courses to uh, Brandon playing goaltender uh, by himself <laughs> in a soccer match. Is, is it just me, or did Brandon DiCamello originally like introduce himself as Scott Bradford or yes. is that just someone different? So at yeah, the very, okay. At the outset of the video, you're right. There's a little piece where before we get the title, he says, um, the name, what was the name again? Sorry. Scott Bradford. Scott Bradford. Like, that looks like Brandon. He's like, I'm 19 <laughs> years old. And, uh, and then they just throw something <laughs> at his head and that's it. And it's kind of like, so, so it was him. Okay. I just wanted to check on that. If I was on the same page as everybody else. Well, there's that, they have that consistency of, of like making fun of young skaters, right? They do that throughout this entire oh, thing. It's so good. It's so good. Is, There's a part. And, yeah, and this is kind of like that. That I think this is just another version of that where it's it's gotcha. basically like, hey, I'm Scott Bradford. I'm 19 years old. I uh, I, I can like flip a nasty kickflip, and they they appear to hate that. They want like the real grungy skating, you know, with the the heavy metal in the background. That's that's kind of what they're going for. Yeah, this video is really interesting because as we'll see throughout too, it feels a lot like it is a skate video, but they wanted to like kind of take skate videos in a new direction by having the stunts and interstitials kind of play the, I guess, the main focus and then skate skating's all around it. But it feels very much like a skate video like you would have seen back then. Um, yeah, more so than Jackass for sure. There's a lot more skating than we've seen in Jackass. Uh, but some of the names here in the cast, as we roll through them, we've got, we've already mentioned Bam Margera and Brandon, but we've also got uh, Jess Margera. We've got Chris Rabb, uh, The Gill. Not Rabb himself. Rab Chris himself. Rabb. 
Uh, you, yeah, I, I like that we're going over this because you'll notice some of the names are not what they end up being known as in in Jackass, which is kind of funny. Right? Yeah. You know, Rab got kicked out of high school for shitting on a locker. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that in that sketch, but basically, there's a slate that outlines that story, which is really funny. Oh, oh I just was listening to a podcast after watching CKY. It just came on after, and Bam was telling that story. I didn't even notice that from the yeah. CKY part. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you've got you've got the Gill, you've got whoever the Gill is. I didn't recognize that one. The Gill, Mike uh, Maldonado and Rake Yon, um, Ryan Dunn. Of course, they they put a subtitle under Ryan Dunn's name, aka Plugs. Plugs. Not sure what that's I for. I saw that. What the fuck was this? Is again? How much do we need to uh, uh, drive this home that Ryan Dunn had no fucking idea who he was going <laughs> to no end up becoming yet. based yeah. on the early goings, and also Rake. He's the creepiest man in the world. Oh, right? he is, dude. Like, he's the most metal guy. <laughs> he, he just, there's, from day one, he just, I, I don't get it. Like, he's just a freaky human being. And no, I'm not being mean to the guy. Like, he just creeps me the fuck out. What do you want me to say? <laughs> He'd probably take <laughs> that as a man. compliment, I think, though, if you told him that. You're so right. <laughs> he would. He he is the kind of guy who relishes that kind of thing. Speaking of the, the plugs thing, though, Ryan Dunn, are you guys glad or maybe a little sad that we're not calling him plugs today like could you imagine if like he went through his whole jackass career and <laughs> people were calling him plugs plugs with two g's p-l-u-g-g-s it's a pretty good nickname especially because like all right so uh jay i think we know what chris's new nickname is uh thanks for joining us plugs let's move on <laughs> yes better than poo fetish man <laughs> well, no, no one really that. established that as a nickname and also that's a terrible fucking nickname you can do better i'll we, let you think about that for a while we'll come maybe back we call him butt plugs See, already a step Ooh, up. That's a big step up. <laughs> I was I wasn't going anywhere near there. I was just gonna go Jason Poo Poo Man. But obviously we got some people are a little more creative on the show than others. <laughs> Coming up next in the role, Brandon gets pushed into a very dirty pond. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like fun. Yeah. Uh, Chris, there's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of these ones where it's just, this happened and we're like, okay, <laughs> like, like it's, it's, uh, you know, a lot of the interstitials, they, they throw everything against the wall in hopes that some of it sticks. And I, I don't think they figured out pacing, uh, and, and, and narrative in filmmaking, you know, as, as much of a, a filmmaker as Bam Margera saw himself at this point in time, uh, it took them a while to kind of figure that out. Well, if there's one standout to me in, in this entire movie i guess we're calling it documentary whatever brandon DiCamillo's like his acting portrayal like a quote-unquote acting it's so exaggerated it's so over the top but it's perfect for what this is trying to do yeah it's almost like he's like one of those like 1950s actors like he's overdoes everything and he sets the tone to all these things and to me like it really helps set the mood of this entire thing like Enough, enough uh, kudos to him for that. We can we can agree that he's the star of this movie, right? Yeah, like as much exactly. as this is Bam's movie, yeah. this is Brandon's like like shining performance. Yep. He he is he is the the heart. He's like the Chris Pontius of of this. Oh, totally. That's a good man. point. Brandon is going to continue to shine. Not as sexy though. Throughout the <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> he's going to continue to shine throughout the CKY films. Like Brandon doesn't get as much of a spotlight in Jackass, but here. Man, he, he he does a lot of funny, funny shit. I really appreciate that guy. Um, so as the intro rolls to a close, the music kind of dies down. We see uh, Bam is out skating, and he he bails pretty hard, and he's got this huge red bloody scar all along the bottom of his Ooh, chin. That was rough. Um, so you can see, like, these guys go fucking hard. And later on, we're going to talk about a little segment where Bam is skating out on the streets. And just I want to talk about his body movements and kind of his body language while he oh, skates because it's, it's something else. But we'll get there. Right into the thick of 
of it now. And CKY is, as we said, it's pretty unforgiving. It's not waiting for you to catch up. It's just going to keep rolling. So the first stunt is something we saw in Jackass already. Uh, they call it In the Line of Fire. It's just the naked man running across the street, except this time it's uncensored. So you actually get to see that floppy cock. Um, <laughs> oh, mine censored. I got the bad really? version. Man, mine was on YouTube and it wasn't censored. Oh, it was wow. just a big old dick. I couldn't believe it. That's surprising. Hey, that sucks. Can you guys can you guys DM me that proper link real quick? <laughs> like right now, right now? Yeah, like right now. It's like for, for research or like it's got yeah, research. I just, I just like to see cocks. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Uh, Bam Margera rolls down the hill like a crazy person. Uh, we saw this on Jackass as well. We throw a dummy off a bridge here in this next one. Now, this is something I think we Dude. should talk about briefly because this would scare so the sketchy, man. shit out of me. Uh, just to set it up before we get into it, they've got this dummy dressed up like real person and they're standing on a bridge waiting for a, you know, innocent driver to just come by and they throw this thing right down onto the hood of a truck that's going by and it just fucking stops, hits the brakes, skids to a stop. I don't know if this was scripted or real, but what do you guys think of this? This was pretty... This is a manslaughter charge waiting to happen. Sketchy. I can't fucking believe they did I've it. I've hit a deer driving up to my cottage before, and just like anything jumping in front of your windshield, if you're not a completely composed driver, yeah. you're skidding, you're swerving, you're doing something. Like This is something that, when, I, when it happened, as much as I've seen all the future of Jackass and everything else, I was like... Holy shit, I cannot believe they did that. That is sketchy as hell. And coming from above, too, like, you know, wow. that would, I think that would be the icing on the cake. Like, well, if it was the front side of the bridge, it's one thing. You see someone drop sign. This is on the other side of the bridge. Like, right. that was perfect. That was a good, good throw and everything. It really was. It's, it is, it's one of those things where, like, you kind of think there's, there's a, uh, like a split in, in our quantum realities, one in which they get caught and jackass never happens because of that <laughs> stunt and the other where they get away scot-free somehow. And, and it's there. I was, I was watching that. Like, this is the difference with me watching this as like an older guy. I was like, that is just irresponsible. It yeah. like, made me mad that they did it. Like that is just a miss, a complete miss. I can't fucking believe it. You know, maybe, maybe uh, it was planned. I have to assume that's what it was unless they were just, just that stupid but jesus christ they were that, that, was a, that stupid was a crazy have some one. suspended disbelief enjoy yeah it for what they it grow is. they grew up in like what looks like a community outside of a big city it's more rural right so i would almost think if they did that for real it would be a little easier to get away with something like that back in 99 you know if you weren't like i don't know i just feel well, like that would be thing, a little easier to brush off and be like oh it's just boys being boys or whatever you know like the, yeah. the driver yeah. the might crazy have been pissed, thing i was thinking about they're that they're not gonna press charges i was thinking about that jay and it's funny because if you are in a small town, it's like Winchester or Westchester, Westchester. That's where it is. I think it's outside of Pennsylvania or in Pennsylvania. Like, imagine if you live in that small little town. All it takes is like six shitty kids to fuck up a whole generation of people. The high school is oh fucked. Everybody's running around. You have these terrorist kids running around just fucking with you at every small little grocery store, every small little gas station. Like, believe me, every single person in this town was scared of these kids or knew about these kids at some point later on down oh, the line. It's just like it's a few bad apples spoiled the whole bunch, I bet. 
Oh, dude, for sure. And it's like you look at stories from Viva La Bam, how like they wanted to kick Bam and his family out of the community and the community was constantly, constantly lobbying for it because they were just sick of having MTV crews and cameras and all this shit happening all the time, right? That's um, hilarious. Like I totally see it. And it seems like, yeah, from these days onwards, it, that problem just got worse for whoever lived in that community. Poor bastards. Can we, can we, can we talk for a second though? Like I, I have this trouble where when I'm watching something like this, I, I can't help but put myself in the perspective of the people who are being pranked. Right. And I put myself That's in the you're perspective. you're a little bitch. Yeah, of course I am. Of course I am. Um, we all know that. The, the perspective of the driver who goes from believing, fundamentally believing he has killed, killed someone to, oh my God, it was just a prank. Thank God. I don't care what happens next. I'm just happy. I'm not a murderer. Like that, yeah. know, that's that fight or flight. Been, that test fight or flight to the max. Yeah. Yeah. You're either really pissed or just happy. You didn't murder somebody. Going yeah, home, exactly. Going home all hard from all the stress or rub one out. <laughs> oh, play, play the pipe to the wife. Like she yeah. hasn't felt it in years. Ooh, la, la. Someone throw a body on my car. Now, if that was me, I would have been dropping trow over that bridge spreading the cheeks and trying to aim a nice uh, nice number two right on the windshield i think that's a little more playful <laughs> nobody's gonna feel like they you know ended a life just because they got a little poo poo on the windshield i think that's a little more innocent still fun though don't Maybe- they do don't they do isn't there a stunt like that later on oh, in this God, episode probably where they're shitting they're trying to like shit down onto a dollar bill or something <laughs> like from the top of the thing i was like that's actually really funny but hey guys we gotta keep on moving there's more to come skateboard bush jumping is up next they're basically just doing what we saw in, in shopping carts, but, you know, with, with their skateboards. Bam, I think it's Bam. He's jumping off the roof with an umbrella, which, come on, this isn't a fucking cartoon. That's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> what worked about it is how much it failed. Yeah. It, the wind didn't even hit it. It didn't even have enough time to even, like, almost work. It just... He just jumped off a roof. There was a, literally no point of the umbrella. Yeah, but that's stupid. Like, I, I don't I don't believe in that as a science experiment because, like, Jiminy Cricket, as a cricket, that might work. He's so small and light that Jiminy Cricket may be able to do it. Bam is a full-size human no, being. He's pretty goddamn skinny back then, man. They just need a bigger umbrella. That's this, all. this made me more mad than throwing a body off a bridge. You're just doing a disservice to all the cartoons I loved. <laughs> hey, this next one is really weird, but... It's somehow a staple in CKY. I don't know if you guys noticed this or have seen enough of this to kind of pick up on this, but they dumped flour on somebody. (laughs) One of their friends was just laying, I think on a railroad track. I don't know if they were trying to like shoot a scene for like a movie idea they had or something, but he's like laying there in a suit on a railroad track. I think that was Ryan Dunn. It was Ryan Dunn. So they just come up and just throw a bag of flour on him. Um, But I don't know why, but this is funny every time I see it because it's so stupid. I'm sure getting flour in your eyes probably doesn't feel very good. Well, that becomes like a mainstay in Jackass, doesn't it? Like they call it antiquing, I think. Right. Or is that with baby Is that where the the, the term antiquing came from? Did it come from Jackass? I I think think so. Yeah, I think so. So they do this a lot. And I don't know whose idea it was or who originated this thing, but it is the stupidest goddamn thing. But somehow I just it just makes me laugh every time because it's so utterly ridiculous. See that's but that that kind of speaks to some of the things I actually really liked about this. Like I'll 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 say this now because it's going to start to become apparent as we as we go on. But you guys were talking about how you really didn't like much of this. I actually really liked CKY. I'm not going to lie, I did. And and I think that part of that is just because it's it's not trying to be something different. Like it's not it's not I'm not watching Jackass comparing it to what Jackass ends up being. I'm watching CKY for what CKY is and it's just a bunch of friends 
doing something experimental and putting it together and being like, isn't this weird? Like this is so fucking far from what anything else that's ever been released would have been. Yeah. Uh, and, and these little sketches like jumping off the, uh, you know, you know, with a, with an umbrella or, or doing these dumb things like throwing flour at someone. It's just so silly that it makes sense. Cause you're, they're trying to marry like angst and silliness together in a way that you would never expect would work. And it does somehow. And they basically created an entirely new mood or tone or emotion by doing these sorts of things. So I, I saw this as like laying the groundworks and I really liked a lot of it. No, you're, you're hundred percent right. And you, I know, I know I am all the time, buddy. Jay, all the time. I don't need you to tell me that. I know that I'm hundred percent right. Trying to get in your pants. Um, I really, <laughs> really feel like you were right when you said it's like angst though. Dude, this yeah. is when I watch this, I, I think when you said you really like CKY, I don't know if I really, really like this. Like, I'm going to go back and watch it again. But I did enjoy being in this little time capsule because it made me it brought back all these memories of what it was like to be a teenager again and feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. That I had forgotten about, you know, like the whole thing from start to finish. It, it not only is it a breakneck edit, editing pace where it just feels like. That's what it's like being a teenager. You're always riled up. You always have so much energy that you don't know what to do with when you're with your friends and you're just like fucking around and things are spontaneous in the moment. You know, you might just like punch a guy in the back of the head at one moment and yeah. the next moment you're down on the ground wrestling him. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, you're off doing some other stupid fucking thing. And it's like, you just go from moment to moment and you're very much in it. And you see these guys like living their lives that way on camera. And it's just like, you forget what it's like to be that age and just like anything's possible. Anything's funny. Anything can be funny. It goes hand in hand with like that time in your life when you're first getting really really horny too like yeah. i'm surprised there wasn't a scene of them just like fucking jacking off in front of the camera and like that's that's getting the same kind of energy out as this is it's like this weird go. built up like like angst and just energy and they want to get it out by punching someone or hitting someone or, or yelling or falling a million times and rolling and rolling and rolling uh and this would like you you hit the nail on the head i think by calling it a, a time capsule i agree i'll probably never watch it again but for what it was i i actually really enjoyed it. Uh, and the silliness is something that I actually really took to the more silly they got, uh, with the exception of the weird narratives that they did. Cause I feel like they brought structure to this in a way that, that didn't work because the rest of it has no structure. Uh, but apart from that, there were some really good moments, which we can, uh, I guess, continue going through. Yeah. CKY was very much like 45 minutes of tight sphincter, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fight or exactly. flight the whole way, baby. Is tight sphincter your like Biggest fear? biggest fear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're on the same page. Well, yeah. You're supposed to get the poo-poo from a tight sphincter. <laughs> like a beaver to a dam. <laughs> this next thing beaver is... Beaver log. That's what you're talking about, aren't you? <laughs> nice big log, baby. This next one is... I actually... This was probably my favorite thing out of the whole movie. I don't know how Brandon managed to get this much time out of a prank call without getting hung up on, but this oh, is Brandon so good. calling a guy... <laughs> calling a guy <laughs> I'm claiming that someone called his house and told his wife some things about fucking and I don't like that <laughs> and the guy in the other line's like I just woke up I don't know what's going on here he says and I pushed star six nine and I've got you now who told my wife at this point Brandon is just drooling everywhere which just makes this even funnier yeah. he's spitting and like just lines of drool hanging out of his mouth uh, best line though is when he says someone called up my house and told my wife fuck you why did you say that to my wife on her birthday this was such a good time capsule thing for me because I honestly couldn't even tell you one thing that was said in it and I was laughing the whole time it didn't even matter what was being said 
It's just the innocence of back then. Like people did not understand the concept of a prank phone call. Like yeah. the believability was out there. Now you got friggin' people trying to fix your duck cleaning. You got people calling you as princes from different countries and this and that. So anytime it's not, I don't even pick up phone calls of people I don't even know anymore. So prank calls are pretty much Dude, out the window. I don't, I don't, I don't pick up phone calls of people I do know. Yeah. I get a test to that. No, tried yeah. to call you six times today to schedule this thing. Yeah. Me was, off. I didn't want to have to do it. I, I got yeah. things to do on a Sunday, like nothing like blowing yourself off. I get it. Why not? If I could, um, I, you know what? It's funny though. This, this one, um, it was so, it was so innocent that I found myself thinking like there, this is, this is so dated. There's nothing to it because like even prank calls that you hear nowadays are so much more elaborate, but yeah. there was something that I enjoyed about how simple it was. And it, in a way reminded me of the poo poo platter from last episode, episode four of season one of jackass, where the joke is, it happens because they're trying to convince someone else that they've done something wrong and they're like giving evidence like, no, I press star 67 and, yeah. and this is, or star 69. And this is you, it gave me your number. And the guy ends up being like, so disappointed in the situation, like not even mad. He's just like, man, I'm just as confused as you are. <laughs> like I just woke up. I'm sorry. Like I didn't do anything. Did, did I ever tell you the story about the first time that I ever prank called anybody? No, I don't think no. so. No, so so me and my next door neighbor Jay, we were like sitting at his house, and his mom had to run out. We we're so young that like she was like, "I'm going out for like five minutes. Don't get into trouble." The second she walked out the door, we're like, "Let's do a prank call." So we look at his <laughs> fridge, and there was like all these pizza pizza magnets on the fridge, and we thought we were being like such gangsters, like such little badasses. We called like Pizza Pizza or Domino's or something, and we I remember calling the phone and being like, "I want to order thirty seven party size pizzas." not and hung up the phone like i thought i was the funniest <laughs> fucking person in the world i didn't even wait for their response i was so scared and so excited about the situation i literally just said my phrase and hung up the phone and yeah that's, that's how my prank calling career started that's you know what that that's all it took back then you know it was still so new that back in the day when you didn't want to talk to someone so you just like crinkle saran wrap or something in front of the phone <laughs> and tell them you were having static problems and you just yeah. hang up like yeah. that was the best Man, I miss having a phone book. Like when we were teenagers, we would do prank calls. You'd have the phone book, right? And nobody has a fucking phone book now, but you would just true, go through that. And you would just like pick a page, uh, pick a name, and then you'd go for it, right? And sometimes we would play games where it was like you'd call that person and you'd have to like convince them that it was one of their family member. And if you could do that, then you would win. <laughs> like that was well, always you're hard. Way, way more creative than us. Me and yeah, Mikey used amazing. our second line to call the fire department, and then our parents said the firemen were outside, but they actually got our uncle to pretend I was going to jail. That was the last <laughs> time I prank called. So I just told the beginning and the end of my prank calling career in like five seconds. That's true. Moving on, we get Bam Margera doing the mattress concussion again from episode one of Jackass, and yeah, that still looks just as sore as it did the first time. Ah, I don't know if I want to see that anymore. That that's starting to bother yeah, me. That brutal. image. That's a, that's a concussion. Boy. That's that's some CTE bullshit in there. Yeah. Uh, jumping off the second level at a mall into some bushes. It looked like those bushes didn't cushion shit. And also, how come they didn't show the footage after of them getting you know kicked out of the mall by security? Yeah, that'd get you thrown out real fast. There was no give to those bushes. It was honestly, I think before this stunt, I was kind of like not in fully with ck i was just kind of like okay whatever it's just you know i've seen a lot of these in jackass anyway that stunt i was like oh that's fucking badass i liked that one a lot i mean you've got more shopping cart stuff coming up next uh there's this one scene of brandon he's got a sword and a shield that could have fell really bad but the thing about the shopping carts since i've rewatched it we've seen so much shopping carts since going back through things put yourself in this position 
you're a nine to five guy. You're working your ass off the local shopping plaza. You're a gardener. You just make the most perfect oh, hedges. No. Oh no, you know, Chris, right? no. Right? And no, all of a sudden Chris. you just spent your entire day just, you know, Edward Scissorhandsing, making the most perfect hedges. And you walk away, you're proud of your job, and you come back the next day and the destruction that ensues. Oh my God. And you don't know that people are slamming to them. You gotta be like thinking, is there aliens? Like, what the fuck is going on? Why are they, like what happened? I know I left this good. The guy might be in an insane asylum thinking he went crazy. These that's like a suburban crop circle. Is like right? like all the bushes. Yeah. Dude, I can't believe you took this victimless prank and you you added a victim to it. I'll never watch those the same hey, way ever good again. Old Chris that's is so all funny. about the working man, you know? Like take take yeah. it down to the system. Take it to the big man, but you know the old working man, I'm on your side. I got your back. Do you think those <laughs> guys will. who trim bushes for a living also have like a psychological tendency to like trim really meticulously at their own stuff, their own junk? I would you know? love to see Or do you cubes. think do you think it's like uh they don't want to take their work home with them like if you're a video oh. game tester you're not going to come home and, and play video games <laughs> so maybe they're just, they just let it grow out oh maybe maybe that's what it is maybe it's like you know i don't like, like to cook at home since i own my restaurant so i think <laughs> <laughs> the nicest people in the world they go home and they they put on the leather they put on the whips and chains people oh, <laughs> <Maybe>. yeah <laughs> oh fucking yeah <laughs> i'm not that nice uh, <laughs> yeah i will say this though about the the shopping carts when we were doing this, cause this, this is basically taken from a, uh, or, or in Jackass, they take this sketch or, or like the set and play it. in I think episode one of Jackass and it, and it's to a different song. It's the actual, uh, in Jackass, there's a little bit more slow motion and the way that this sketch played out, I actually enjoyed it a lot more than watching it in Jackass. I think they added a couple more things, maybe had a little bit more personality. It, it, I feel like it worked way better. I'm like, oh, this is what I remember loving about the shopping cart things. Yeah, totally. This is a way better version of shopping carts. This is like if this was a shopping carts in our original episode, it would have got a way higher rating, in my opinion. 100%. Yeah. I think yeah. the only reason I like this version more is because of that trench coat Bam's wearing that goes down to his fucking shins, man. What is oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of glad that's not style. Yeah, his style was, uh, was he, he came into it later on in his life, but man, he was not, uh, he, he didn't really know what he was doing at this point. Terry Getz coming up next. He's very, very, very mad, Terry Getz. Terry Getz is a professional skateboarder, by the way. And uh, it's just him throwing his board around, breaking his board, swearing. And on top of it, there's a nice little voiceover narration from one of those uh, speech to text, basically just saying like, oh, fuck, yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. fuck, I am very mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were filming him from afar. I think they nicknamed him Hooky Temper. Uh, and, and and they they showed him in the, inter- or the, the, the intro when they're kind of going over everyone's name. They had him as well. And it reminded me of why I stopped skateboarding. That was me skateboarding. I would get so fucking pissed off from firsthand experience one of the worst feelings in the world is when you're so mad at skateboarding and you try and break your board and you end up hurting yourself in the process of it or it just doesn't break (laughs) like you put all your you you jump on it with double feet and you just it flings out on you and you eat shit oh my god you get up and you just you're so mad and you look like a fool and (laughs) yeah yeah it's just not a good thing no that's not a good luck There are quite a few meaty skateboarding segments in CKY, and this is one of the bigger ones. This whole thing, by the way, if you haven't figured it out by the title, is scored by CKY, so you get a lot of their music in here. Um, But the music starts, the skating starts, and um, we've basically got just a variety of awesome skaters just doing their fucking thing. Like, I mean, it's kind of hard to talk about 
skating stuff on a podcast, but I know you, Chris, uh, you used to be a skater back in the day, much more so than Mikey and I. So is there anything that like stuck out to you? I mean, I, I'd say they're fucking killing it. Like the skating I'm seeing here is top notch stuff. Everything about like my favorite parts about CKY in general is the skateboarding aspect of things. The interstitials and everything are like pretty cool. There's some good moments and stuff, but it's the skateboarding that really brings this whole video together to me because there's like basically two different eras of skateboarding that I think are the best. And they're always revolved around like just pure skate rats, just grimy, gritty, dirty, just like pure people that all they want to do is skateboard. And like this video, especially with the song, epitomizes it, whether it's like gangster hip hop or punky or rocky. It's just those dirty individuals busting good tricks there's nothing glamorous about it. Skateboarding always goes through these phases where it's not popular, except for the people that really like the purists. Then it gets commercialized then it goes away and then it comes back again. So between this era and like the era when, for example, um, there was the whole Baker era where you had like Brain Safransky and Antoine Dixon and all these guys. It's always a very self-destructive type thing because the most realist ones, all they care about is skateboarding and partying. And they could only last so long before they self-implode. So getting a glimmer back into what I love about skateboarding is like the sickest thing about this, this whole video to me. Hell yeah, man. I, 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 when they started doing this, I was like, Oh, okay. Really like a full, uh, skate thing. And then I realized I'm like, man, give us more of this always. Like I want more skate, like full skate segments in jackass as well and it really makes you realize that like you can see the trail that was followed to get to where cky was because it's like people love skateboarding videos great let's make a skateboarding video you know what people love in in skateboarding videos wipeouts let's show a lot of the wipeouts you know what people don't even need to see the skateboarding they just like to see wipeouts (laughs) and dumb shit let's film a bunch of that and cut it together and you could see that evolution take place and and how we ended up here yeah it all feels very much the same that's why jackass and skateboarding goes so hand in hand it's a bunch of good friends with nothing to do and a video camera. And this is what it all stems from. This is why the people that love skateboarding love jackass and vice versa. It's just that idea of just sitting with your friends, nothing to do, and just getting into shit or filming cool shit. And and that's why they just go so hand in well, hand. Well, the reason I, I'm pretty sure the reason, Chris, you loved it is because like growing up, you didn't have any friends. So when you got to watch it, at least it was like you were experiencing it with someone else. Like you almost like pretended like you were their friends. And that's why you cried when Ryan Dunn died. Yeah, Can yeah. You speak or on or, that? or who, who are all those people that came over and beat your ass on the trampoline? Just because we're not recording the same place today doesn't mean you got to watch your fucking mouth. All right. Yeah. Still the older brother, but they're punk. Yeah, Jay, did you know that uh, my brother used to invite his friends over to beat me up? Yeah, I don't think we ever talked about this on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Can we tell the story again? (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. It's too traumatic for Mikey over here. Yeah, it is. I don't know if I can relive it. Well, you know those like what they what they call like the 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 razor burns. It's probably not politically correct, but like the Indian razor burns. Yeah, we used to do that to his penis. Oh Jesus Christ! (laughs) Yeah, those. those were rough. Those were rough. Very rough. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Back in the day, everything that you would do as like a move had to have like a cultural adjective. Like you had the Indian sunburn. <laughs> oh boy, you had the Chinese water torture. You had like everything. Wait, was, like, who was the, water torturing the, other kids? Me, on, me in the as well. What the? No, fuck? It, we did the Chinese pressure point where we just dab on his forehead. We pin him down and dab on yeah. like his forehead. But water until t- like one drop <laughs> felt like it was a block of cement. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. pretty fucking yep. mean to him. Holy fuck. It works. You had the Dutch oven. Everything was yeah. like the culture <laughs> then thing. Oh, fucking Dutch. Jay, you, do you have any Dutch oven stories? 
<laughs> yeah, I cooked a whole one ch- one chicken with my farts in a Dutch oven once. <laughs> Isn't that how those work? You just open the lid and you now you just blow one in and it cooks your no. <laughs> I you know what it it could it may as well be. It's not funny. Hey, you know what? The, speaking of like delicious meals though, that's kind of like what this is with the skate interstitials. It's kind of like you're having a multi course meal, except the multi course meal is just like and every time they bring out a new tray, they lift the lid and it's like half eaten food with bite marks and like sometimes it's just an empty <laughs> napkin with some crumbs. That's CKY in a nutshell. You're always getting something brought to the table, but I feel like the skate interstitials are kind of like your palate cleanser because then when you come back yes. to the stupid shit, you're kind of like, okay, I can kind of like, I saw something a little more engaging. Now I can just kind of like go into, you know, turn my brain off and just watch these idiots entertain me. Totally. You know? Totally. Moving on. We've got a lot more to go. Let's get back into it. The the Rake Yawn World War II PTSD flashback is what, what I called it. What the fuck was that, man? What the fuck was this that? This is like what I you were talking about earlier, Mikey. This is their, I think their attempt to try to figure out okay can we make a film like could we do this i think unfortunately boys the answer is no not so much not yet yeah not yet if that's the question they were asking the answer is a resounding no that was so fucking dumb (laughs) i remember back back when it all happened the enemy force so there's a voiceover, and it, they're basically just out in the bush, all in army gear, uh, pretending to play war, basically. Everyone's wearing, like, camo, except Bam's just in a t-shirt, and they just have sticks, you know, you know, making gun noises and stuff. Uh, two things I noticed here, though. <laughs> did you guys notice that uh, those sound effects they used for the guns, did anybody else know where that came from? Because it was like a dead giveaway for me when I heard it. I swear. Oh, was it from Goldeneye? That is all from GoldenEye. Straight rip. I recognize all of those gun sounds. No way. Oh, that's amazing. So that's some DIY shit right there. Like, you know, this doesn't really land, especially because that voiceover I mentioned, you can't even hear it. It's like mixed really poorly that like they're saying something, they're telling a story, but it's like, I don't know what the fuck they're trying to say. Dude, the mixing in general in this is awful. There's some times when it's like it was stereo, but it was only play through one. Like I listened to it with headphones on and the stereo wasn't mixed properly. So sometimes you'd have only like the skate audio and then it would completely kick off and the music was only on one side. It was like, man, this is this is homemade shit. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that's part of the appeal of something like this. It feels it feels trashy, but that's kind of what it should be. Like, if it was really I polished, mean, we gotta, I we guess. we got to remember the fact that these guys were, like, what were we doing at that point? I wasn't doing shit, to be honest. I was just getting stoned and skateboarding. But, like, the ambition <laughs> to try and put together a project is so far from anything that yeah. I was even remotely thinking about. Like, I just wanted to get girls and smoke weed, really. So I give him some credit for that, for sure, and... Obviously, as time goes on, they learn a little bit, but still doesn't take away the fact that this is pretty garbage in those aspects. Well, I mean, yeah, some credit. I think it deserves way more credit. Like this sketch sure sucks, but like you cannot take away. Like, I I agree with you. Bam is a fucking visionary for putting this together. Like it, it is baffling that he made a quantum leap in terms of what we had to what we got in CKY. It was so different and so new. And I can't believe someone thought it would have worked. I can't believe that. I can't believe someone took a risk on it and someone put it together thinking it was going to be a good idea because it was so far from anything we would have ever seen with the exception of maybe Tom Green with some stuff. But as a complete package, this is so fucking far ahead of its time and legitimately changed the way kids would grow up for decades. Yeah, that's the thing. It all felt very relatable. Like if you watched it as a kid, you saw these other you know 
probably slightly older or around the same age as you kids doing shit. And it's like, wow, okay, this is, you know, they're the stars of their own thing. And then you're right. It just kind of like inspires other people to want to do the same shit. Um, and well, here's, it feels you, very authentic you, too, as crappy as the quality it, production might be a little bit. It feels authentic, you know? It feels authentic and, and like from their soul. So like yeah. humor me on this, but like, I think one of the reasons skate videos were so well received is because if you skateboarded back then, this is like before the internet really took off, you didn't have a community that understood. You didn't really know there was another community out there where skateboarding meant as much to other people as it did to you. Other than the skate. And then when you, other than the skate shop. Yeah. But it was, it was these little pockets of acceptance and understanding. It was like skateboarding was the language that we spoke. And if someone else spoke it, we understood there was something, uh, unsaid. There was a connection there. Yeah, and, and the this videos. in, in, in CKY kind of feels the same where it's like, it's almost like their version of poetry. I don't know how to put these emotions and feelings into words. <laughs> so here's a video it. representing everything that's coursing through my veins and we see it and it resonates from us and we don't fucking know why, but it just means so much. Like that's why there's, this is not just silly, stupid shit that kids are doing. This is like a, a, a benchmark for how we lived our lives as kids growing up. It was 100%. way more meaningful my than it seemed. God, man. And you, here's what I find crazy is like, would either of you ever would have thought we'd be talking this philosophically about CKY right now? <laughs> yeah, I know. What is I know, happening? But th th this is why, this is why, uh, you know, when I heard you guys talking about not liking it, I was, I, I couldn't wait to talk to you about it. Cause I think, yes, the end result is such that it doesn't hold up as well compared to the newer things. But this is just such a good, this is like going back and watching citizen Kane well, my, where it's my, like, it's not, it's not comparably as, as good a movie as, you know, something you'll watch nowadays, but, but it, it, for what it was, it just still means so much. Like you keep talking about like not us saying that we didn't like it, but we didn't really speak much to that on the podcast. And part of it was at the beginning when I'm going through the first little bit, there was, it just didn't seem like a, like there was any order, any direction, but as time went on going through it, you appreciate it for what it was. And it kind of splices together in this, you know, it's definitely not jackass of new and it will fall to some of the victim of knowing where things could go, but you do, but I definitely do appreciate it for what it was at the time. It's just when we're okay, going so back to TV changing, things. Yeah. Changing your tune a little bit on this. Okay. I never no, no, said this fine. live. All, you're just, all you're sudden, just making no, 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 shit no, no, up. Cool. Like, my mouth. <laughs> I make a good point, And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, that's really smart. I don't want to be on the wrong side of history again. Um, yeah, I don't want to be out there. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're just hitching your, your horse to my wagon. 100%. Okay. That's fair. I get yeah, it. Man, you I can buy it. me for a penny, man. Don't worry about that. You have a shit. I'm just trying to be a good guy. All right. Why are mommy and daddy fighting again? If we're not in the same goddamn room, he doesn't have to worry about a knuckle sandwich. That's why. That's fair. That's fair. Hey, much like that scene in Citizen Kane, Ryan Dunn goes down with a fatal injury. Oh, no. But good thing Brandon's there to bite the wound, the, you know, yeah, uncooked that steak weird. that he's got sticking out of his trousers. That yeah, that weird. just didn't feel good. I didn't like it at all. I did. I didn't like this sketch at all. <laughs> as like as much as you, you know what would have made it worse just said about this. If it was rake. Biting the steak, eating What's, that steak. Oh yeah, that would have yeah, that, that, that that been, been too awful. much for me. I think I would have, I, I would have been like Chris thinking about eating fifty hard boiled hard boiled eggs in an hour, and I would have vomited right into the wound. Oh boy, oh. <laughs> think of how pussy and infected it would get too. Like you just kind of let it crust oh, up. Actually, Ugh. speaking of gross things, my brother. I remember when we were kids, we were playing around. Uh, he had this big 
like thing on his toe that was like this big black and brown sack that like filled with fluid what and he wasn't he wasn't allowed to pop it or anything so the doctor said he had to wait and like they would drain it and we were playing with some friends in this room and there was this game where they'd like you'd like shut the lights out or something and it was I don't remember it's like it beat each other up or something and I think someone stepped on his his weird sack and it like pussed out <laughs> and the juice got everywhere and oh god yeah <laughs> Oh, that sounds oddly satisfying. Chris, how are you doing over there? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I got quiet. <laughs> I didn't tell you about the part where I drank it after. It was great. Um, so coming up next, I think this is your favorite, Chris. Speaking of liquidy messes, this is Fire in the Hole. Uh, Brandon drives up to the drive-thru at some undisclosed fast food restaurant and orders a soda. What does he do next? Well, here's the thing. You pop the straw in, you say fire in the hole, and you chuck it back in the window. It's funny because this actually became a big Instagram or I think it was even before TikTok, a big trend as of late. And I totally forgot that this came from here. Um, uh, but same. again, I uh, didn't realize Chris it was is a it person started of the here. people. And, and you know what? I do not like when people are picking on someone that's sitting in a job they probably don't care that much for. Not saying it's not a good job. All jobs are valuable when you're a hardworking person like me. But uh, yeah, just to blast someone. They're saying they're, their shirt's all covered in water. It's funny. Yes. But I, I just can't get behind that shit. I agree. It's it's funny that they did it uh, because it became, again, super popular like decades later. Uh, but it's such a fucking dick move. Never do it. If you've ever done this to someone, like really look at yourself in the mirror. That's yeah, such a dick move. If I see move. you doing that, I'm giving you a wedgie for sure or a swirly. <laughs> but hey, afterwards, the boys are all so hopped up that they're in the car singing war songs together and honking the horn in synchronization. Man, they're having a grand <laughs> old time. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. It's like, that's totally what would happen though. Like when you're a teenager and you don't give a fuck about anybody else. Yeah. You're going to throw the, the soft drink onto somebody and drive away. That's that totally is going to be the mood in the vehicle after everybody's going to think that was the coolest thing. Like nobody's going to be thinking, and if they are, they're not going to admit it, but nobody's going to be thinking, oh, that was kind of shitty. I feel bad about that. You know what I mean? True. True. Uh, Bam Margera coming up next in his gold blazer. Ooh, man, that's some style right there. I like it better than the overcoat down to the shins. It's a step up from that. Uh, He's he's wearing an eye patch for some reason, which I don't understand, but looks like it's more skateboarding. One thing I really like are the shots they got here because they've got the cameraman riding alongside him. So as he's going down the street, like you get to see Bam... You know, in, you're in parallel with him the whole time. And this is what I was alluding to earlier with his, this guy's bodily movements on a skateboard are the funniest Incredible. fucking Insane. thing. He doesn't just kick to push. Like he fucking puts his whole body into it. It's almost like, well, it's almost like he's like sending, he's like diverting the power from the main engines all into his right leg and just fucking like, <laughs> it's like having a spasm and just kicking back. And it's the strangest thing I've ever seen. And nobody does it quite like him, but he puts his all into it when he skates. Well, I'll tell you something interesting about this is like, this is clearly like he is purposely skating bad. Like he's not skating. Like he's he's doing tricks and shit, but he's doing it as if he was a shit skater. And anybody that's like a skater would probably know it's a hilarious diss to the people that there's a, like a skating style called pushing mongoose, which right. is instead of having your front foot forward and kicking with your back foot, you have your, your, the, the, the foot on your board is at the back of the board. And that's why it looks so awkward when he's pushing like that. And he's basically throwing out a disc. Cause anyone that's like, a, I mean, there's a couple pro skaters that skate mongoose and they kind of get shit for it. And it's just like, I'm going to make a skit about skating shitty and I'm going to skate like this as well. And the fact that he's able to do it with his body control 
looking right. like he's going big and eating shit, but doing it in a way that still looks like he's trying, but you know he's not. It's just fucking impressive. He's, he's that good though that he can pull it off. Exactly. Well, exactly. but the best the best way the best way to do satire is to show the thing you're making fun of that you can do it better than they can, and yet you're still making fun of it. Like right. that's like a good like Tim and Eric whenever whenever they're making fun of like the way MTV films one of their segments, they do yeah. they do the segment. They they film it and they film it exactly like it would have been on MTV, but they're so self aware that they're making fun of it. The same way that Bam is, he's like, "You guys look like you're ridiculous, but look, I can do it too. I just choose not to because I know that's the dumber way to do it." Exactly. But he's like, you, "You mentioned Chris that Bam uh, needs a contract in like professional wrestling. He is so good at at looking like he's out of control, but clearly being in very in control. control. Exactly. Yeah. It's so insane. Like." Like the level of skill, like even when he's falling, when he's doing fake falls, we see in CKY him falling, tripping with um, fast food stuff in his hands. Like it's very exaggerated, but if you like, you could pick at that. But if you were actually in the moment, you would actually believe that it's true. And yeah. uh, it's yeah. just like it's an art form in itself. It's incredible what he's able to do. Uh, but hey, pause your video at just the right time. Get close to those mm. VCRs, kids, because you have about. One second to catch the subtitle that comes up on screen. I wrote it down. Did anybody else? Anybody else I take the specific? It was so fucking funny. Mikey, do you want to do the honors here and read it? I think it's pretty funny. It's worth. It's a little yeah, Easter so egg. I, I didn't. I didn't write it down verbatim, but I did take the Coles notes. Okay. This is the summary that you're going to want. You're going to be quizzed on this afterwards. So tell your teacher that you did get the Coles notes. Uh, you went over to your local chapters and uh, or Indigo. And, uh, and you did some reading there. Uh, so what you learn if you stop this is that Darren shit the bus in 10th grade. Rab shit the locker in ninth grade and got kicked out of school. Mike shit the hotel in Switzerland. Michelle shit the tub. That's the best one. Robert, yeah, yeah. Robertson <laughs> shit the bed in Vancouver twice. <laughs> so that's where you guys got that from, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I was just literally watching the podcast and he was talking about how he dared Rab to shit on a locker. And he did. <laughs> and then the principals that offered everybody $400 and everyone just knew it was him, even though he didn't get caught and he got kicked out of school. And that's also why Bam quit school. Oh, wow. It's funny that they would just put that as an in joke in there. Cause like, they don't like, you know, some of the names, but then like, who the fuck is Michelle? Like, I don't know who that is. And then they're just saying like Rob and stuff. So it's obviously just well, for their friends. You know who Michelle but it's is like, there, Jay. Someone you'd really like to meet one day. <laughs> you know, you Googled it about eight times trying to figure out who this Michelle was. Right? Yeah, yeah. Jay's Jay's got Jay's got like a uh, uh, like, a, a, big like girl a detective poo fetish movie. Too? Do I have a what? Or just big boy? Who fetish? <laughs> You're not making any I, sense, I, man. <laughs> I think I think Jay like if you go into his room it's like the lights are off he's got the newspapers pinned to the wall there's pictures of who like just who is Michelle written in red with like red um, yarn from picture to picture how, how many poo emoji pillows do you have on your bed Jay how many poo emoji pillows here I'll tell you it's kind of like the guess how many jelly beans are in the jar you can guess right <laughs> you, can't tell. you can guess okay, right well played I'll leave you I'll alone take after a dump that on your chest guess what this next one I didn't really like it because it was again kind of dumb but. There is one thing that really made me laugh, and that is the Legends of Football Trivia Challenge. Legends of Football presents Football Trivia. 
1986. Yeah, what Dynacons. the fuck was this? I don't know. Just dudes playing football out in the snow. I the one thing that I like though is that they all made their own jerseys and they're kind of like announcing the players. There's a voiceover doing like, you know, a, a spoof on a sports commentator. And uh Ryan Dunn, I'm pretty sure his football name is Kelly Goosecock, which is just Yeah, that's, oh, that's who Kelly Goosecock was. Other than that, I didn't really care for this one, but if you had to pick one jackass CKY guy to be to start a football team with, who would it be? Hmm. Ooh, I was going to say Preston Lacy because he's just oh, God. Tank, I thought I was going to be think, smart saying that. I think his his stamina might be a little low, though. You know, I don't know. I don't feel like he's well. No, he he did. You, a quite did a not bit see Wee Man? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. I'm taking I'm taking Pontius. You guys are dumb. Pontius can do everything. Oh shit, he's probably evasive as fuck. He could probably just like outmaneuver everybody. I feel yeah, like he's exactly. agile, dude. What about Steve-O, though? Because he's got no fear. Like, he'd just fucking go head first. And Unreliable. Anything. You're you're showing up to practice, and he's not there one day because he's off doing it on a bender of some sort. Not Steve-O. It's Pontius. Pontius every time. He's going to cheer you up in the locker room, too. Hmm. Give me Pontius. Chris? Oh, I already said Preston. I could do everything with the football. I just need a guy to so, give me the time. There he is, Mikey. Pocket, just piggybacking know? off of someone else's answer again, as usual. <laughs> Yet again. Yet again. Hey. Skateboard trick over a burning barrel is always cool. I like seeing that shit. And uh, more skating. More skating and more skating. It's Terry Getz, Bam Margera, Tim O'Connor, and Josh Callis riding a vert ramp and hitting the lip, doing some sick-ass flip tricks. I had Josh Callis' shoes, man. Did you? Yeah. Well, he had, like, these... I don't even know if they were necessarily his shoes. He He was, like, the first guy to represent the shoes, the Lynx. They're DC shoes. And, um... Yeah, I remember having those back in the day. I really thought he was a sick skater, and like he definitely was one of the people that helped build the DC brand with Rob Deerdeck. Yeah, he was DC pretty was cool. To see him back in here was a huge throwback for me. I was super stoked to see him skating. I feel like there was always a big war once Bam started uh, his own brand between the kids who would wear DC and Bam shit. Shit, what was Bam's brand again? Well, he was part I of mean, Element. Element, yeah, he skated Element, for Element. Yeah. yeah, but didn't he start his own after that? Well, he was with Probably. Birdhouse, I think, for a while. I think he had some Birdhouse boards with Tony Hawk, and then he was definitely with Element for a while. And then, yeah, he probably eventually started his own thing. I'm not too sure, to be honest. Well, I remember he always had those decks that, like, all the kids were buying the decks with the hardogram on it. That was, like, the big popular thing, right? Because that was Bam. That was oh, Bam yeah. all the way. So that would have been around, like, Viva La Bam-ish as yeah, well. So that would have been there. later in his career, he, yeah. because he, w- he was selling 20,000 decks a month. I think he's making about $2 per deck royalties in the height what? of his skateboarding thing. Yeah. Cleaning up. Hey, more Bam Margera falling down at fast food restaurants, as we talked about earlier. He's so good at that. He's so good at falling, man. Yeah. When we saw it in Jackass, it was just him falling once in one restaurant. This kind of like it let it it could marinate a bit because they showed like six or seven of them in a row. Right. And I was like, okay, this is good. Now this is what we're watching for a bit as opposed to it just being like one fall him walking away. And you're like, wait, what did I just see? It's like now you get one to set up a couple to kind of get you into it and then one to see you out. And it's all good. I, I actually enjoyed it. You get an old couple. Where he's just kind of like talking to them. He, he's like listening. They're saying something to him, and he just takes two steps and just falls over. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, he yeah goes yeah. from like standing upright to like on the floor in like half a second. It's pretty funny. That was the best yeah. one because it's like he clearly couldn't have tripped over anything. He's just on the ground. Yeah. A handful of rednecks beating each other up in the woods. Coming up next, and bowling for some reason. Backwoods bowling. Fuck, baby. I want you to knock down all three of those things. All if right. you don't, you ain't gonna I'm get gonna, it. I'm gonna, gonna do it. Do it. I'm gonna do it. Ah! That was a foul! Ah! 
you foul! They're all wearing ridiculous outfits to kind of, you know, get the redneck stereotype across. Brandon's no shirt and suspenders is probably the best part. It's funny because if you look at the bowling ball, that's clearly like a bowlerama's bowling ball. So they stole that ball. Oh, true. And as someone that I, I go bowling once a year with my brother and my family for Christmas, and there's like one ball that fits my hand perfectly. And I feel like everyone like looks out for that specific ball. And when that got stolen, there's I guarantee you somewhere there's one guy that's been searching <laughs> that bowling alley for that perfect ball for him for so long. And yeah, it's you know, in the woods somewhere with Chris, a bunch of rednecks. Why are you why are you always looking for one real sad person as a victim to all these stunts? You're like it's been trying hard times for me lately, man. Are you trying to make yourself cry watching this? It's just like like oh and and when when Bam falls inside the restaurant and drops all his food, there's like, what about the person who couldn't afford to eat a meal that <laughs> no, day? The person that had Jesus to clean Christ. it up. That's what I'm thinking about. You know, you, you know what times aren't always it. perfect for everybody. So I try and look at shittier people's lives to make myself feel better about myself. It's pretty common. Shittier practice. Shittier people's lives. Yeah. You heard it from Chris. Exactly. <laughs> these suck. Like it's gonna make me feel better about myself. I'm not gonna look at like these all these ballers living the best life. No, I'm gonna look at you guys. You shit bags down there. I'm gonna have a Yo, good I life. I think we found. I think we found Chris's uh, uh, tombstone, which I can't wait to make, by the way. But it'll be uh, uh, shittier people make me feel better about myself. <laughs> yeah, it's a way easier way to live life. Like, don't try and aspire That's for true. anything. Just don't be like those fucks. Fair. That's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> if that thing you said was true, though, about the guy in the bowling alley, just always keeping an eye out for that ball. I feel like bowlers, I don't know why I get this impression, but I feel like they have short tempers for some reason. Like they take it way too seriously. So I bet you somewhere in the bathroom, one of those days following that uh, missing ball, he was like holding one of the other regulars up with a knife, just like, where'd you fucking put it, Dave? Where'd you put it? I know you took it. You just want to Yo, see my Jay, streak. Are you basing your are you uh, basing your entire knowledge of bowling off of Kingpin? Oh, and, I was thinking Big Lebowski. Lebowski. Yeah, actually, that's yeah. exactly who I was thinking about the whole time. That uh, yeah, like, you know what's funny? Like I don't even remember the character's name, so I was just gonna say the butler from Mister Deeds. You know, licking the oh, ball. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That guy, John John Totoro, there, I think, or whatever his name is. Thinking of him. All right, Fancy Boy. What's his name in Big Lebowski? Then Jesus. Oh fuck, you're right. God damn it. Didn't get that. <laughs> But yeah, just to <laughs> hammer the point home that this is just like teenage bullshit in the backwoods, here's a variety of things that happen in this segment. You get Brandon taking a poop in the woods and then scratching his bum after to smell the finger. Oh, it's <laughs> so gross. And then, but you, do you realize what he did? He put it in the bowling ball. He put yeah. his shit in the oh, bowling ball I for the next person who had to go. That. What a yeah, son and of a someone bitch. else is fingering that bowling ball. I can't remember if it's before or after, but that does happen. They, they just think it's the yeah. funniest thing. Of course you would think that's the funniest thing ever. I mean... Come on. That's like a classic. And then at the end, you get Brandon uh, winning the bowling match. Match? I don't, fuck, I don't know. He wins, <laughs> and uh, he gets the number one spray-painted on his back. So, yeah, it's just it's just one ridiculous thing to the next, and it's just basically the whole time they're beating each other up, hitting each other with sticks, punching each other. This is textbook teenagers hanging out in the woods, just getting up to no good. Yeah, love it. You got balls of big steel, and you ain't taking shit from nobody. Oh, the big balls of steel. This is the big balls of steel. So Bam and Brandon are sitting in front of the camera, and then they just start going on about balls of steel. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And then it just erupts into a slap fight, which then goes into a montage of people just slapping and hitting each other in the face. Yeah. So yeah, it's basically no the whole end of the video is just everyone kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah, it just keeps escalating and escalating, and it's just 
strange. Pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I didn't. I didn't hate it. It was. It was pretty good. I watching them just kick the shit out of each other was funny. Yeah. Well, that's all you need. I don't know if you guys noticed this. So as the whole segment of you know people beating on each other was ramping up, it started to get more aggressive, and so did the soundtracks. We've got like this angry voicemail, a guy like saying he's gonna fucking kill somebody, and he's. Yeah. I don't know what it is. What it's about, but it's like it's getting more and more tense. Um, and then we've got. <laughs> this weird shot of Brandon and another guy trying to bring a TV down the stairs and then they drop it. And I don't know if they're trying to do a bit like, oh, it's going to be funny. It's like a couple of movers trying to move the furniture. And it just like seems so random in the middle of this montage. Yeah, I yeah, think I they think actually it, I think accidentally it dropped it. I thought they did. No, I think it got caught up no. in, the, in the plug and they dropped it. They were trying to move it when the guy came back to wonder where his TV was. And they ended up dropping in the process. Do you think those kids at that time had enough money to afford like smashing a what looked like a pretty good TV at that point? Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. It, it looked like it was all part of it, but like who the fuck knows? But here's where it gets weird, guys. It gets really weird because this part, I'm not sure how to feel about it because I don't know if this was scripted or just a random, but Brandon or somebody, it's dark, so it's hard to tell, but comes up and like puts his arm aggressively around a girl and kind of like grabs her at the hips and she's like noticeably not having any of it. She's like, no, fucking get off of me and like hitting them and stuff. And he gets his ass thrown onto the street. Then this guy comes in and starts beating the shit out of him. I don't know if that's like the boyfriend. He's like ramming his head into to like some sort of box on the ground. And like, I thought yeah, that was, I was a skit. What the fuck? After they said, I thought right? it was a skit. I couldn't tell what it what, whether we were watching a skit or or something else. That one confused the hell out of me. Yeah, like after it happens, like are you right? Like it was like in a way that it was like maybe the skit went too far. But I like that's I I have no idea what happened in the last like. 10, 15 minutes of this video. It was just pure chaos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows what's up with that? Like, there's really no telling telling what the intentions were. And I think that's kind of like the mystery with something like this, where it's like a lot of the time you don't always really know what they were going for because I feel like things aren't clear. Like, in, when we watch Jackass, you kind of, you can tell where they were going with something and it's clear how something will land. But with this, it's kind of like you can interpret it a bunch of different ways, I guess. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, up next, we got someone in a gray hoodie. I believe it's Bam Margera here doing some push-ups to the Rocky song, Eye of the Tiger, but it's a cover version done with some real dirty metal-ass vocals. <laughs> But I just picture Raytheon singing this one. Like that's, that's what I, was in my head. It's so funny you say that. I pictured him as well. I was like, they, they have to keep him around because he has some crazy metal voice. I swear I thought the same thing. Yeah, man, totally. And like, he's, you know, they're doing the whole, this, this is Rocky. We're just going to do what they do in Rocky, but it's going to be a metal version of that. So Bam's like drinking a bottle of wine, which he drops on the street and has a freak out over. And then they're running up the Rocky steps. They're, they're pulling a guy on a bike, you know, got the rope around the waist, all that stuff. I guess like I kind of didn't think of it, but they they're right in the in the area, aren't they? Like where all of that Rocky shit was filmed. So I, I would well, assume that yeah, Philadelphia, they're, outside, yeah. they're yeah. outside Philly. I think it is Westchester where because Ben would always say he'd go out and skate at like Love Park, like a big skate park in Philly. Like not a skate park, actually, it was just in the middle of the city. But that's where like all like the skaters would go. And it was like a very rough area. You kind of had to be part of like inside to even get a chance at these tricks it was pretty, like kind of like in the movie kids in that place in new york i can't think of the name that was like philly's version of that so they were definitely close enough there coming up next though again it's brandon uh at his best here i love when he's just like 
fucking with people and he's playing a character. He's at a drive through ordering. He wants to order a tenderloin with mashed potatoes. Um, <laughs> this was, this this the was really funny. Of CKY, this, was funny. Is, this is the best skit of CKY, I should say, for sure. Yeah, can I get a tenderloin and can I get that with um? Can you get um, mashed potatoes for that? We don't have tenderloins here. I, you're going to, what? We don't have tenderloins here. Yeah, and then when they tell him we don't have tenderloins, he says, fuck you, I thought this was Steak King. No, sorry, it's McDonald's. <laughs> Give me the number five then. <laughs> then he switches to and number then, four. And then, and then he tells yeah, the guy to yeah. fuck off and says, sorry, I was talking to the AM radio. And the best <laughs> thing is, his voice is like, it's almost like a Hank Hill. It's like very like old school and obnoxious to the point that you would believe this guy is just a fucking old prick and has no idea what 100%. he's doing. He played it so perfectly. 100%. And this is why, to me, this was by far, like this is like a new, ja- new age jackass level of acting and engaging in a skit. Yeah, I want to see more of this from him. Like, I get the most joy watching him do this shit. Hopefully there'll be more and more to come. More skating coming up. They're out on the streets. I was kind of thinking while I was watching this, like, you have to think, and I said this earlier, but it's like CKY is kind of like an evolution of skate videos where people like seeing stunts, right? People like seeing bails. So, like, how do we just, you know, find ways to hurt ourselves and kind of mesh that into a video? I kind of almost wonder, though, if there was, like, do you think they knew that if it wasn't just purely a skate video, they'd have a wider audience and maybe like bring people into the skate culture through this, like kind of like a gateway almost? I feel like you don't have to be a skate fan to like get this and enjoy it, but you see the roots of a, you know, a skate video production style in here for sure. Totally. Was totally. it intentional or did it just happen naturally? Like that's, I guess, the chicken and egg yeah, question I wonder. here. Oh, I, I think it, it like was just them bored and filming in between skate shit right and like just being it's, it was just relatable but i think the, the what ended up happening is exactly what you said it got a lot of people that might not have been involved into it into this type of situation so i don't know if it was planned or it just worked organically and i find that usually the best things in life just happen organically yeah i th- I, I think it's organic for sure like what is the first thing you do when you got a digital camera what was the first thing you did you just fucked around what's the first thing I you did when you pics. got a microphone dick pics you, you yeah <laughs> you you f- like the first thing i did when i got a microphone with uh, my buddy andrew we record our uh, the retrograde podcast together it was five minutes before we farted into the microphone we were just dicking <laughs> around it's funny it to funny. see your shit represented in something else so the first time you saw yourself on camera you just filmed really dumb things and there wasn't any meaning behind it and then similar to like podcasting eventually it took because i guarantee you a lot of groups were, were doing this you know just filming each other in between scenes being idiots but then it took one one group or one person to say you know what i think other people not just our friend group would like to see us dicking around like this let's give it a shot and that 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 to me is the only way this could have ever happened the best gate videos like for example sh- like shorties fulfill the dream or birdhouse the end it wasn't just skateboarding like personally for me, there was better skate videos, but those are the ones that really kind of grabbed you as a kid, because just like you said, it wasn't just skateboarding. There was almost a narrative, a story, a feel. You felt like you were hanging out with the guys. You felt like you were part of the crew, even though you were no, nowhere yeah. good enough. So, yeah, I think I think you definitely hit the nail with that one. It's there, kinda, wasn't there a fucking skate video? Uh, what's that called? Is it called a search for animal chin? Do I have that right? Is that the one that they try to do, like make it like a, like a feature film but it has skating in it and it's like um, do you know what i'm talking about chris i, I honestly don't to the be hunt honest for animal chin yeah i remember seeing a documentary about it on youtube and it's got like a bunch of old school guys in it um i think steve 
Caballero is in it, and I think Tony Hawk, a young Tony Hawk, is in it. If I remember, it's like I don't know much about it. I'm not an expert on this shit, but it, that was like an example of like, okay, if you're gonna call a skate video mainstream, it's like that because there's like a narrative and shit, and there's actually like acting in it. Um, huh? Yeah, that that's an interesting one for sure. It must be fucking Christmas time, boys, because I see Santa Claus running through the trees, and uh, he's got a present with him. Uh, this is basically just. I guess it's kind of a music video in a way. Um, he's doing random shit. He's up on a rooftop. He's, uh, I thought he was jumping in the chimney at any point, but I didn't actually see that happen. All, all of a sudden, though, you start to notice something funny change here as you're watching this because you've got this nice little Santa Claus is coming to town jingle playing in the background, and then all of a sudden it just goes hard cut into like this death metal... <laughs> listen and realized oh shit that's bam margera and then lo and behold you see him singing the song so this is actually a yeah yeah, a bam margera music video he he made a big lie in this video he said santa claus wasn't real so to any of our young listeners out there i just want you to know he was just lying he was trying to be metal it's not true santa claus is very real I've met him. And that would be now would be a good time to say hello to all of our our younger listeners. And and uh, and and we do recommend if you're a, a parent out there, definitely play this for them. Yeah, uh, I think it's important that they hear it. Uh, and and especially, you know, to, to kind of feel normal. I mean, you have Jay with his his hashtag me poo to make them comfortable going through their their fecal phase, as, as Freud would call it, their anal phase. Um, it, it's important that they hear this. I think it's a good way for kids to learn about insecurity. Um, um, through our show as well, which is something that you might encounter in your life, like when someone accuses someone else of having a certain fetish that they might not mm-hmm. have because mm-hmm. really they're insecure. Uh, I don't know if you've ex- ever experienced that, Mikey, or had maybe secondhand, no. maybe secondhand you've seen it happen where someone might say something outlandish like, Jay has a poo fetish when really yeah and that's all that's all theoretical yeah. I mean we, we're not talking about anything specific but yeah no if if I'm assuming that could happen totally. uh, but that's obviously we haven't seen that yet on this podcast but we might well we're talking hypothetics but it is, it is very clear Jay has a poo fetish right Jay, Jay has a poo yeah, fetish yeah, yeah. Jay has a poo fetish hypothetically, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 well I mean yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. logs and nuggets may you know stain my clothes <laughs> but your dirty shit mouth can never hurt me, you motherfucker. I will come to your house and I will upper deck your toilet so hard <laughs> that you're going to have to get a new one. You're going to have to go to Home Depot and tell them what happened. You're going to have to say a very angry man came to my house. He didn't shit for three days. He held it in. He came over mm. burrito Supremes for three days. He came to my house. He Ooh. shit in the toilet tank. And then when I was just having a, a piss, next thing I know, the liquid shit coming out everywhere. Yeah. So Jay, you've thought about yeah, this. Yeah. You have that very no. visualized, no. don't you? <laughs> yeah. You have a, a solid plan for this. Did you protect your own toilet? Just for fun. Did you see the part where Santa Claus was fighting the chicken? Did you see that? Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. a pretty cool part. Yeah. <laughs> that was, absolutely. I thought that was great. That was my favorite part. When I saw that, I nearly shit myself. Yeah. Um, the, this, this one was, was weird. The Santa thing, uh, you know, you, 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 you described it perfectly when you called it basically a music video. That's what it is. But there's one moment. So like nothing really stood out to me too much in this one, but there's one moment 
there's a beautiful shot in this one where there's a, a young woman who's standing, the sun is kind of setting, it's it's shot from in front of her pretty close but a little bit lower, and, and it's kind of like this, this weird pastel kind of color to it, and then from off screen, you just see a middle finger go right in front of her face, and it was this oddly beautiful thing. I was like, this is really well shot. Like, that, the vision to do that was really, really good. I'm like, not even being sarcastic. That's what you took out of this? I got a yeah. rock video about Santa Claus. Let me guess. <laughs> Chris, you felt very bad for the young lady and you saw the heartbreak in her yeah. eyes. <laughs> you guys know me too well. <laughs> but hey, the uh, the video starts to wind down. And uh, when I say wind down, I mean just dudes rolling around in a bunch of uh, scrap papers that say fuck on them uh, with duct tape on their mouths. I Sometimes, CKY, you just, you just take me for a ride. I don't know what you're trying to convey here, but... Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Hey, and Santa Claus was drinking a beer at one point, too. So I guess uh, there you go. I mean, you'd kind of have to be an alcoholic with that work schedule, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't even have that work schedule and I managed to be an alcoholic. So I don't know. <laughs> Coming next, Brandon's climbing a window to do some window cleaning. He's got a bottle of Windex. He's drinking the Windex, which made me think real Windex or not, but also wouldn't be surprised if real Windex was my notes. I'd so. say definitely not real Windex on that. <laughs> Well, he's still here know. kicking it. Can you drink Windex? What's in Windex? Mikey did when we were kids. I ha- I have. We had a, we had a Terminator, I've, I've had to drink. Uh, like a Terminator uh, toy, and he took the. Boot it looks from like it T-1000. tastes a lot better than it is. I'll say that. What does that he do took for the your boot sperm from count? He went to the hospital. He took the boot. He squirted a bunch of Windex in. Do you remember this, Mikey? When you were a kid, you actually drank Windex. You had a boot from a T one thousand toy, squirted Windex in it, and took a shot. It was it was a mask from a T one thousand toy. Is that Thank what you it was? Very I much. remember it was a toy of a T one thousand. But yeah, you went to the hospital because when you went to poison control. So yeah. How did it taste? Uh, I did. Uh, not as bad as you might think. Didn't taste I mean, like it, it looks like it tastes. It yes, it did. And again, if if your younger listeners are out there uh, listening to us, your your children, I would say definitely try some of that uh, blueberry flavored Windex. Um, I guess now is a good time to say. Obviously, I'm joking because I don't want to get sued. Do you think you really could on a jackass podcast? That's a good question, man. That's a very if good we're question. In the states, maybe. Do yeah. Do we not have freedom of speech? <laughs> well, <laughs> you, we opinion. do, but you. You still can't yell fire in a crowded theater. That's always the example of free speech that you cannot say. Ugh. Liberals, am I right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding that. Um, so now we're at a concert, and Bam's asking some guys if they like ska. Hey, hey, Mikey, ask me if I like ska. Hey, uh, do you do you like ska? It sucks. <laughs> that's basically what he does. He says it sucks. That's that's that skit. This. This skit I actually really liked. It reminded me because this is another one of those moments of them trying to make fun of the skating culture that isn't really into it. Like like the kind of like fringe sort of like innocent person who's skateboarding and trying to seem hardcore because like I used to do this. I used to walk around places and like see someone in skate shoes and be like, hey, man, do you skateboard? You skateboard? That's so cool. I skateboard, too. You want to talk about it? Like I, I used to do that shit. So I felt really seen in this one. Chris, did you feel? pretty scene. I actually like this skit. No, I, I like this skit because it's funny because it was very imagine like you're there and you think this guy's such a dork and you don't realize who you're actually talking to. Yeah. Yeah. And he's actually making fun of you. Like, I don't know. I thought this went. I thought this went over very well. The Scott thing was absolutely hilarious too because I thought he was going to do the same thing with Scott and then he just threw in their face like, fuck you. You could tell like, at least yeah. Bam's like always been metal. Like he wasn't metal when it's fashionable. Like it has its ups True. and downs. Like he's just been there the whole time and living and breathing that. So 
Kudos stand for that. This skit is the equivalent if I just went up to someone at a uh, cafeteria in a mall and said, hey, <laughs> do you like carrots? And they're like, yeah, fuck, I guess. <laughs> ah, they suck. <laughs> carrots, they suck. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I liked it. I think, I think it was cause, cause he's at, he's at, yeah, I think you just described my perfect skit. I, I think I would rate that a 10 out of 10 if we were reviewing it on Jackass. <laughs> Thank um, you. This has been the Jackass. Tune in next week for more. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. We did it. Um, no, it, uh, cause he's clearly making fun of the person he's talking to and, and everyone who's around him at this concert. And that, that takes uh, some balls. Dudes skating in the rain coming up next. This looks slippery. It's fucking ballsy. Like to skate in the rain and just be like, fuck it. I'm going to in front of a crowd of people too. And be like, I'm going to try it. They're bailing so fucking hard, but they just keep getting up and going. There's this one guy just trying so fucking hard to grind a rail and he just keeps biffing it, but he just keeps going back for more. It's like, fuck yeah. There there was only one slam in all of CKY, which I meant to bring up earlier. That was harder than any of these ones. If you're a skateboarder, there's only two slams. You really, really fear. Obviously other than breaking your neck. The nutsack and the scorpion. And at the beginning, a guy oh, went yeah. from nutsack to scorpion. And I don't think I've ever seen that before other than CKY. That is absolutely <laughs> fucked. Hey, uh, for, for the listeners who might not know, too, what's the scorpion? It's when you land on your face and your legs bend backwards and basically touch the ground as if it was a scorpion <laughs> tail. It's a very unpleasant situation. Been there a few times. Coming up next, we've got someone duct taped to a pole in a skate park. And here we are, boys. We are actually going to roll the end credits, and this dude yeah. duct taped to the pole is singing a song. Is was this was that not Bam's brother? I actually don't know if is he is he the singer or is he the guitarist? I need to Wikipedia this because I think we've said this on the show before. And we might have been wrong. Pretty sure he's. Well, the I'm not singer. doing any work. <laughs> don't worry. Clearly. I'm always hitting up facts. Um, I'll fact check this for us. Oh yeah, this is going to go well. Members. Who's the members? Lead singer, guitar vocals, Chad Ginsberg. Jess Margera is the drummer. We are wrong. We are so wrong. We are so far oh, from shit. being right. Yeah, we could not have been more wrong. He does backup vocals though. So he, you got that. But it was cool. I, I thought this was this was a neat way to to end. I mean, this is clearly an advertisement for CKY. Yeah. I, ironically, Bam ended up becoming more famous than the band uh, as a result of this. But this was a cool way to film a music video like it's just this is like chris said metal but so genuinely metal just weird fucking shit that make you feel uncomfortable it's like watching a metal music video is like having a conversation with rake that's just yeah i can see that spot on you get clips cut in like we do for at the start you'll get random stunts but like when it cuts back to the band playing like one shot i thought was really like artistic in a way is they had the drum set like suspended on a bunch of ropes and it was like a shot from the ground up looking up at the drummer like standing there trying to reach up to hit the snare and then he's playing the kick drum like that's suspended in front of him and he's it was just like I don't know how they thought of that, but it, the funny thing about that shot is it like it looked like it took a long fucking time to set up, and you only see it for like five seconds, and that's it. They never use it again. But that's the best way to do it, though. You just just leave them wanting more. They also had the cool shot of uh, of the drummer on a highway, oh, which yeah. was neat. Like a lot of really cool shots in this. Like it's it's very clear that the aesthetic they wanted to go for was basically that skate video aesthetic where it's it's you know a lot of fisheye lenses so many fisheye lenses but 
it's it's also clear that Bam has a vision for how to shoot a good shot. Like he's taking some risks here, and when he does, it usually pays off. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, that's the thing about this, right? Like the more risks you take, you're gonna have those ones that work really well, like exceptionally well. Like for some reason, for you, it was the middle finger to the face, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. It's like shit like that just stands out, and you go, "Oh, that's beautiful." But there is a lot of like chaff i guess i hate to put it that way but there is a lot of stuff that's kind of like you take or take it or leave it with that approach but yeah no it's it works for this type of thing um as the video starts to kind of roll out we see some you know different things like again you see brandon climbing out of this dirty green mucky lagoon and like eat he has a cake with him i don't know where he got it but i was hoping he was going to start eating it and he brought a knife with him so he starts cutting this cake so again i don't know what the fuck they're trying to say here but good on him for doing something different for real and yeah it just kind of comes to a close and as the music winds down there's this one shot of a guy jumping off a roof of a motel in front of a crowd into a pool which was kind of cool to see yeah especially because everyone was so into it (laughs) everyone there was rooting and cheering when it happened oh yeah man you got phil at the end a couple shots of phil we didn't mention it but he actually did make an appearance earlier in the uh, episode where he's watching i I do want to mention this because it's pretty funny he's actually watching he must be watching something that Bam shot on the TV because he's saying, yes. hey, Ape, come that look at this. Did you part. see this? We're showing a guy sitting on an airplane, right? Picking his nose. And eating it constantly. Yeah, constantly. And it's just a random dude that they shot. They blurred out his face and Bam calls him out on it. Dude, you've been picking your nose and eating it the whole time. It's so sick. We <laughs> <laughs> so couldn't really have a better reaction to that because you, you know you're caught. You know you've been filmed. Like, don't even engage. Just hope that this never yeah. goes anywhere. And meanwhile, it's been probably seen by tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people. Yeah, you see you see Phil at the end here say something. I have no idea what he says. It's like, he says like 142. I've been up all night thinking about it or something. I'm like, what the fuck did he just say? Like, he's, he's definitely doing the Don Vito thing again. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Don Vito, man. I can't wait to get to see him on this podcast at some point. Yeah, he's he's a bit of a problem, though. I don't know if you heard the stories about Don Vito. Uh, I could imagine. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. That's all I'll say. Like, seriously, do your research on Don Vito before. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm not doing any work for this podcast. All right, just be careful if you praise Don Vito a little too much. You might be going to a uh, special camp uh uh-oh. Special little camp, not that type of camp. That's not what I mean. <laughs> whoa, 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 no. <laughs> what I meant was like a. Uh, what I should have said is a faction or a group. You'll belong to a group that like I'd have to register. Yeah, I might have to register. You might make some, some okay. trips door to door in your big white van. So, I, I like neighbors. Yeah. I like neighbors. <laughs> I get to introduce myself to them. Well, that's good. That's a start, Mikey. That's that's how real All change right. happens. Um, but yeah. I don't know what else to say, guys. This kind of just ends on a weird note. Brandon, I think, trying to shove a corn on the cob into someone's nose and then commenting that Leonard Skinner ain't the... And I said, did I say nose? I meant mouth. And it was mouth and yeah. commenting that Leonard Skinner ain't the only one with a... home with a What did you say? A sweet home? I don't know what the fuck's happening. That's the end of CKY. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's give some some overall thoughts. I mean, we kind of talked about it as, as we went, but... Uh, do you guys have a favorite sketch from this? A favorite moment? Oh, Chris, how about you? I, I think in general is the skateboarding stuff. Um, the odd thing that was spliced in was good. You see some some artistic. You see some things that will come out later on that that are a little bit more refined and better to watch. But yeah, for me, it was just the straight up the skateboarding and and Brandon DiCamillo and his acting and hilarious abilities. Mm, yeah. 
Mikey, what do you got? Yeah, you know what? I, 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 there are a few that I really liked. For some reason, the skating videos in between. I know that's not supposed to th- be the thing we like the most, but it, it kind of just realigns you with what the feeling and mood of CKY is supposed to be. Uh, I loved the chaotic energy, and uh, uh, you know, may- maybe there wasn't one specific thing that was my favorite necessarily, but it had a lot of really good moments. Like it, it was, it was really good to see the early goings of this and how far they've come but but even just on its own this this holds up i i think it really does yeah you're not going to get anything else like this not in the same way anyway i mean i'm sure we've talked about people trying to emulate through you know social media now and doing like their own stunts and stuff but nothing quite like this like this whole package that is edited the way it is and presented the way it is it's such a strange unique thing like i said earlier i don't think it'd be something i'd be watching again anytime soon but i did i, I agree with you mikey i enjoyed like that feeling you get from watching it of just remembering what it's like to be and again i'm speaking from obviously a male perspective but hanging out with the boys and like being that age and doing that stupid shit yeah i think for favorite stunt though it was probably brandon yelling at that guy on the phone about (laughs) him calling his wife (laughs) (laughs) saying things about fucking i just thought that was too good like he's just so good once he gets into that character like you can't stop him he he's commits to a bit and he's uh real talented when it comes to just coming up with these utterly ridiculous characters. We're going to see a lot more of that too in CKY2K. That is, I guess, another episode. This was a bit of a bonus episode for us. It's a little bit different than our regular format. I feel like once we get back into Jackass, Season 1, Episode 5, coming next Thursday, we'll kind of be back in our regular swing, and um, I'm looking forward to that one. There's a lot of really good stunts in that episode. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I uh, First of all, I will say, I watched this on YouTube. Um, and oh, yeah. it's available on YouTube for free. I don't know if that's the right way to do it. I don't know if it's supposed to be on there, but it is. So if you haven't seen it, you can search it on YouTube and find it and watch along with us. So I would say go for it. A couple plugs, uh, just follow me on Twitter. I'm at Retrograde Mikey, and I've got a couple other podcasts that I do. Some about video games, some about sports marketing, and you'll love them. You'll love them all. I guarantee it. Mm. Yeah, keep following us on at JackassBot at Instagram. Uh, we'll, I'm loving chatting with everybody. I got a good shout out right now for good old Mickey. He was in the uh, Special Olympics for soccer. I mean, football, actually. Sorry, Mickey. And uh, we're wishing his grandmother all the best. I know she's not doing so well right now. But uh, yeah, all the best to you. And thanks for reaching out to us. Awesome. Yeah, we appreciate everybody who reaches out. And uh, there's a lot of cool people on Instagram doing other jackass related things that i didn't even know about like there's uh i've seen guys who just collect jackass stuff and they have these amazing collections of jackass like media and materials so like that's really cool to see that's like every time i see one of those posts i love just like kind of having that flashback to like a different time and it's good that people are like trying to keep this shit alive you know what i mean so that's awesome Awesome. Um, for plugs i We're, we're doing our part yeah, kind of, I guess. I mean, I think we end up talking about poo fetishes more than we do the actual. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is a big part of Jackass. Yeah. So. We might have to change the name of the show soon. Could change our demo a little bit. Shatcast? Yeah. <laughs> now you're thinking. Um, <laughs> again, I'm on Twitter, J A Y P Dub. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in once again to the Jackass. It's been great having you here for the bonus episode, CKY. We're back to the regular runs starting next week. Jackass season one, episode five. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth. And this has been Jackass.
awesome. No more. <laughs> I can hear the stream. That's magnificent. I'm putting that in the podcast. I totally forgot that I have the earphone in my head. And then I'm like, oh shit. When I heard your voice, I was like, God, Ron, God. <laughs> I was listening to your brother take a piss. Oh no, I had my headphones in. I could hear it as well. You just couldn't hear me because oh, I chose Our not man. to bring my microphone with me. Uh, so we were I, all there was, with you in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, we were all there with you, Chris. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it. This was a Press X for Sound audio production.